Thank you for listening to the Pursuit Friends Church podcast. My name is Brian Donahue. I'm the planter and lead pastor at Pursuit Friends Church. And we are really excited to share with the world what God is doing at Pursuit Friends Church as we launch into a network of house churches. We believe that church planning is the most powerful and effective way to spread the gospel in any given area on the earth today. And we believe that God has called us to launch this network of house churches to do our best to get into every nook and cranny of society. God has called us to live on mission everywhere we go, and it starts in our neighborhoods. And so that's why we're excited. Have I used the word excited enough yet? We're really excited to talk about church planning and about what God is doing here at Pursuit Friends Church. So grab a cup of coffee, grab your favorite soda, a bottle of water, whatever you like, sit back, relax. We're going to have a good time talking about Pursuit Friends Church and what God is doing in Northeast Ohio this very minute. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hey, thank you for joining us for episode two. I'm Brian Donahue, pastor and lead planner of Pursuit Friends Church, and I'm here with two very important and special people. They also happen to be good friends and brother and sister in the Lord, Joe All and Kristen All. Say hello, Alls. Hello. Hello. We're, we are not brother and sister. You're you're, you're my brother. Right, right. In, just want to be clear about that right out of the box here. In, thank you very much, because some people might have been actually confused by that. It, it might have been a hook, I suppose. Right. You would have received some phone calls wondering why you're married, <laughs> um, <laughs> being so close as siblings. Um but anyways, uh, we are here to talk about Pursuit Friends Church and Origins. Last week I kind of, or not last week, actually probably a month ago now <laughs> for episode one, uh, I talked a little bit about Origins and three statements that helped to shape and define us that just impacted us, and in particular me um, as a planter um, and what God was doing in my life. And so I'm really pleased this week to have Joe and Kristen here. They are part of our original team of three other couples that Devin and I asked to join us in this adventure of planting Pursuit Friends Church. And um, it, it has just been an honor and a privilege to have these guys a part of our church, and they have done so much to get us to where we are today, um, and their support has meant more to me than they both probably know. Um, and so I'm just pleased to have you guys here in my basement office that we're calling... I thought this was Pursuit Studios. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> um, but it's in my basement, and it's a lovely basement, if you ask me, with lots of Star Trek paraphernalia, books, um, sound equipment, it does have some good Indy 500 stuff. Indy 500 stuff, so. paintings from my grandparents, thimbles. I like the twinkle also. lights. The twinkle lights? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, is twinkle lights another way to say Christmas lights? No. Okay. Well, yes, but, you know, okay. you wreck that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got my handy <clears throat> dandy favorite mug, which is a Star Trek mug um, filled with uh, caffeinated coffee, actually. Mm. Um, so we're going to have a good, we're going to settle in and just have a good discussion with Joe and Kristen. And so I'm just going to introduce them, let them introduce themselves rather, so you guys can know a little bit more about them. Maybe some things you didn't know about them that might be interesting or not. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, um, I'm just going to let them uh, introduce themselves and share a little about themselves. Kristen, why don't you go first? Well, I'm Kristen All. Uh, interesting fact, my maiden name was Hoxma, so I would have been Hoxmall if I had uh, hyphenated which is H-A-A-K-S-M-A-A-U-L-L. It's like the goose. (laughs) (laughs) But I did not hyphenate because that would have been way too long uh, in our 30-year now marriage. That would have been a better bad choice. So (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, I am actually an engineer by degree, uh, went to Purdue. Uh, Joe and I met there. And... um, we moved to Ohio after we graduated, um, and we, um, after having our first child, and uh, we had moved, we we're looking for a church. We happened to move right around the corner from this church called Jackson Friends Church. And uh, I remember we pulled up, we didn't have any leads on any great churches. We were not particularly um, uh, drawn to any one denomination. So we were more interested in, do they love Jesus? Do they want to actually be there on Sunday morning? We don't really care what style music they sing as long as they actually sing it. And uh, people actually want to be there. And we wanted to, um, that those, those were probably two of the biggest things. And we said, well, wouldn't it be great if this church around the corner from our house actually ended up being a great church? And that's how we ended up there. So, um, Remember, we walked out of the service and said, uh, that was great. We better look up their theology now and make sure that there's nothing weird going on before we get too excited. Right. That's, that's always a good idea. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the worship can be great and the teaching can be good, but what do they really believe? Right, exactly. And when you don't know, you just got this yeah. weird friend's name. You right, because so. it, it can be several weeks before the snakes come out. Right. Yes, you know? yes. And <laughs> Yes, so, they may not do goats every Sunday. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should go for a few weeks. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we can live with a goat a quarter, but not every... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That it's not true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> actually, there were goats at Jackson at some point, probably. Right. I think true. that was a petting zoo, which yes. is not... Yeah. Yes. And yes. the Friends is different. If, if you're not familiar with the yes. Friends, um, some people I know that I run into, even today... Say, oh, that's a nice little name to add on to. You know, friends yes. sounds welcoming. Some people, though, that can sound kind of weird, too. Like, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been really one of the pleasures I have uh, have had with Pursuit is introducing people to the friends, to Eastern Region in mm-hmm. what we're about. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, the friends, I've many people have said, oh, I know that friends church, but what are yeah. What is, are they a denomination? What is right. that? Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and the church that I grew up in was also a small denomination, so that was not abnormal for me. It's the yeah. Evangelical Covenant, which we have Ooh, to, okay. yes, denomination. So uh, um, that was what I was most used to most of my growing up was. Cool. And our first church was an mm-hmm. Evangelical Covenant church, so when yeah. we were first in the area and married. Cool. Yeah, yeah. On, on another note, on, and on another podcast, I want you guys to share the very best Baptist church story. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, you'll have to wait to hear that story. We don't, <laughs> we don't have time for that today, but coming soon. Stay tuned. Another it, episode. It is worth it. It, it is yes. totally worth it. It is worth it. it. Um, but, Joe, why don't you share a little bit about yourself, brother? All right. Well, my name is Joe, and I am Kristen's husband. Uh, I grew up in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. 
and went to Purdue University and with my engineering degree and then came here to Northeast Ohio to work for Goodyear a little over 30 years ago. And I still work there. Uh, so Yeah, funny story about that. When we were, uh, when he was interviewing, he graduated a semester earlier than I did. And he said, um, I want to go someplace and stay there 30. I want to stay there the long, you know, the long term. And I was like, that doesn't happen. You don't understand. Wow. All the statistics are you, you quit your first job or you leave, you, you know, you only stay a few years. That's what they were telling us all the time. And I was very concerned that he was setting himself up for a great disappointment. Interesting. Uh, and here we are. Yeah. You, were, you were right, honey. I don't remember saying that. Though, so. <laughs> So she can take back the you were right, honey. Oh, oh no, no, that's we've got it recorded. Okay, here, so. true, true. We don't put, want to make you. I'm going to put it as my out. ringtone. <laughs> Do it. See what happens. That's awesome. Anything else you'd like to share? Uh, By the way, it's good to have a fellow Hoosier in my basement. Oh, yes, yes. I'm also from Terre Haute, Indiana. Terrible hut is what we used terrible to call hut. It. Yes. yes. Well, yes. it's it's. Uh, um, anyways, Larry Bird went to school there. Yes, yes. Um, so that's the Terre Haute's claim to fame. But um, it's always good to have fellow Hoosiers in mm-hmm. the basement. It doesn't happen unless I have family in the basement. <laughs> so, um, Well, thank you guys for introducing yourselves. Um, and really, I have you guys here because you guys were very thoughtful and prayerful when I approached you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you were very politely interested when I at talked to you. Um, and we had a certain relationship too in doing ministry together at Jackson, it, specifically those nights of worships that we mm-hmm, did for mm-hmm. at least two years, if not longer, mm-hmm. that you guys were at almost every single one, even if nobody else came to worship <laughs> with us. The worship team did it and were faithful to that for some time. And then Kristen being on staff with me at Jackson too. Um, and... Um, so I, I just, I just remember as Devin and I, and and the reason we're talking about this, because I think it's important for us and for other people to learn and understand and hear about some of the process of leaving a place to start something else, because that is a really hard thing to do Mm -hmm. under any circumstance. I don't care if it's good or bad if Mm -hmm. it's if it's easy hard why you're leaving it is it is a hard thing to do especially a church that we poured so much into that really everybody that came with us had poured so much of their lives into um and so for i've shared in different occasions with how that process looked for me and devon um as the people that first stepped out um who you could give a title to planters, you know, Mm -hmm. but really you guys were planters as well. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're seeking to do as a church is to kind of shift some of the paradigm of what that looks like. And even titles we use, because we feel that, that if we're going to do what God has called us to do, it's much more of a discipleship coming alongside each other, walking beside each other into this thing. Um, and so God put it on my heart initially, but reached out to you guys and you just tell us, tell us your process. What was your first thought <clears throat> when 
let's start there because mm-hmm. that might be interesting. I don't know if I know <laughs> what your first thought was, but t- tell me your kind of your first thoughts, your first reactions, but then just talk through it on, you can interrupt each other, mm-hmm. do your husband, wife discussion <laughs> thing, and I'll be quiet now as you answer this. Okay. Uh, so I guess we don't have a background in church planting um, at all. So we don't, we're not, it's not something we were very familiar with what that entailed or what was right. involved or whatever. Um but, uh, you know, we've always been up for adventures, I guess. So when you first brought it up, it was like, oh, okay, that's, that's interesting. I don't know, you know, what it is or whatever, but sounds interesting. So, you know, okay. I, my thought was, well, we'll pray about it. You know, <laughs> we'll, right, we'll right. get back to you later after we pray about it. Uh, Solid answer. See, yes. now you, may, you, you may be picking up that, uh, you know, although we are both our engineers, Joe is definitely the more, uh, cautious, thorough, mm. Uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. once he makes up a mind, he does not change course, but he, he is, yeah. <laughs> I am uh, enamored with new things, so I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I was Mr. Like, 30 well, year here. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I will say, I mean, I was thrilled that you asked us. You know, it's like, right, okay, right. being invited is, okay, yeah. cool. You yeah. Know. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, he really was, and, mm-hmm. and he was not hesitant like, it wasn't like, oh, gosh, I don't know, we'll pray about it. You know, that, right. like, it's really a no, but I'm going to give God the option mm-hmm. to change my yeah. mind. It wasn't that at all. But, uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. was excited. I remember standing in your office, Brian, thinking, yep, let's do <laughs> Let's go. But but I also know that tends to be my response. And mm-hmm. uh, so I got to go back and, and, you know, talk it through with Joe. And, and we, mm-hmm. we really do try really hard, no matter what our initial – response to anything is mm-hmm. is to is to withhold a final decision until the lord's spoken right. into that mm-hmm. you know right. um because uh that's what we we know that's what's going to be best yeah no matter what yeah. our gut is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. not that you you totally disregard that but right that's yeah I, I think that's a good lesson if i can jump in real quick is is we even now like it's awesome when someone new comes to our church mm-hmm but what we're doing, and anytime you have something small too, that there's just a greater level of organic intimacy within the group, right. and you're just you're gonna see and brush shoulders with everybody in a mm-hmm. smaller setting. So there, it really takes a different level of anticipation, expectation, knowing what you're gonna jump into, right? And then also, honestly, dedication too, um, because you can't hide as easily mm-hmm. and, and it's not that there aren't seasons where it's okay to kind of be in the background and just heal or just mm-hmm. get filled up and refueled right. um but in this setting um at least initially i was looking for people that could really be dedicated to it right um and so it wasn't like i was just asking you guys to come in and just be here mm-hmm. it was i need you to help right mm-hmm and so that took it to a whole nother level. Well, too. and honestly, and I, I want to let Joe talk some more, but we're not the kind of people who would have been interested in coming to just mm-hmm. be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right. You know, when we um, we were at uh, Jackson for 17 years, raised our kids there. Wow, that long. Three-year break when we were in Texas. Okay. So mm-hmm. we started going to Jackson when our oldest was uh, under two. 
Yeah, was, would have been like 1999. Yeah, and um, we were, we spent three years in Texas, and when we came back, we didn't expect to go back just because we were further away from the church. Mm-hmm. We had two kids at that point. We thought it would be easier for them if it was a church that had kids that went to their school. Right. And we'd been at a church that, that is a lovely church, nothing wrong with it, and we'd been there three months and we were not involved. We're like, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. We just know ourselves enough to know that if we're not, like, mm-hmm. this this must not be where we're called to be. Wow. So uh, we went back to Jackson um, for Christmas because it was familiar, at mm-hmm. least, and we thought, well, that'll be a nice place to be there for Christmas. We know people and... And uh, we did not expect the kids to like it. And they got in the car and they said, when are we going back? <laughs> like, okay, God, I guess mm-hmm. you have right. spoken, you know. Right. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so so you, you prayed about it. I assume, I assume you talked about it. Yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you pulled me aside after mm-hmm. a meeting, and and uh, I went home, and Joe and I talked about it. So that would have been a Tuesday, right? Um, and I'm sure we talked about it that night. Do you remember much about that part of it, Joe? No, not specifically. I I remember kind of talking about it early on. Yeah. We didn't talk to Jay about it, right? Uh, at first, and Jay would have been our high schooler who was. 15 at the time 15 yeah yeah Yeah. and um you know and started we kind of talked about it a little bit talked around it and what does it mean and kind of all those those kind of things um but prayed about it quite a bit and i think we at least i was kind of overwhelmed with the speed and power of the response it was like yes big <laughs> what was that yes like yes <laughs> I, I wanted to hear the sound effect again know, it was it was kind of a yes yeah. you're supposed to do that mm. and and it was it was much clearer and quicker than i think yes absolutely uh, yeah absolutely so at that point yeah. it was kind of like okay well i guess we're right this is what we're supposed to do yeah um i do remember being surprised at how fast you guys came back with with a yes that seemed really solid to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like well, I was convinced you were convinced it's what God wanted you to do. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. There we were, no in fact, we actually held back mm-hmm. saying yes because we wanted to give the Lord a little more time to speak mm-hmm. into it because mm-hmm. we felt, I think, within the first 24 hours, yeah, which it yeah. was really shockingly fast, wow. especially, I mean, we're both firstborns. We both tend to want to get things right. right. We're very serious. Mm-hmm. But, so, with this, you know, for us, that um, was shockingly fast. And yeah. uh, um, then I remember we were like, well, we'll talk to Jay about it because our, our older one was out of the house. Mm-hmm. And we're like, he's not going to want to move. You know, like the, the, what teenager is mm-hmm. going to want to leave a church with a great youth group and mm-hmm. uh, and to do that? And um do you remember that? I think we it was the we were in the car. Morning. I remember and it was the we were same talk- week. Yeah, yeah, and we were talking to him about it and kind of what was going on and what it would mean. And he was pumped. He's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, this would be so cool." Mm. So yeah, and then we were kind of shocked because we we're like, "Okay, kind of called our bluff." You know, mm-hmm. so like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I guess we're doing this mm-hmm. now. Like we kind of expected him to say right. no. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I had forgotten that part. That blesses me right now <laughs> that he was as excited 
to do it like and it was quick for him like yeah he was ready for that adventure oh yeah yeah and, and the risk too and that's mm-hmm. honestly that is when Devin and i started praying about who we should ask and knowing that there was risk that people would say no right mm-hmm. um and one of my fears last time i talked about the devil being a liar and or, or being a the fear is from the devil mm-hmm. and the devil's a liar mm-hmm. um uh one of my fears was that i would make a declaration to people into the world in essence and to eastern region too mm-hmm. um tell dave tebbs at jackson that i'm leaving in june yeah <laughs> that yeah. i feel called to this and i would all of a sudden find myself very much alone oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was like right. a really deep-seated fear that i had to wrestle with and so when you guys came back as quick as you did um that to that was just like it was like god said <laughs> i told you What's up, i Jack? was <laughs> right like yeah. you know it was just it was so it was such a healing balm to me it was that really helped me i don't know if i shared this with you guys mm-hmm. before but that really helped me shed off some of residual fear that i still had Mm -hmm. and it's not that i mean you guys know you know the fear always creeps in Mm -hmm. right oh yeah you have to fight it every day you do and Mm -hmm. um and sometimes it comes up like doubt even Mm -hmm. not always but you know self-doubt in particular Mm -hmm. and um to have you guys just come back so quick i was just dev and i were just so blessed and we were pumped we were (laughs) like Yes, <laughs> you know we because we felt like okay because you were the first to respond, and I think the first we asked too honestly. Aww. And um, when you guys said yes, Devin and I just were like just this relief fell over us. Like okay, we're not going to be totally alone, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so that was just that was awesome. That was a neat thing, <laughs> um, and also a like we really prayed about it too. Like, like that's, that's something we need potential church planners or pastors who want to plant or people in churches that we label lay people mm-hmm. that feel like God is asking them to do more, to step out of their comfort zone, to maybe start something totally new. It may not be a church. It may mm-hmm. be a ministry. It may be an outreach of some kind, like prayer, 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 prayer. Mm-hmm. You can't pray more. You can't fast more enough either. Like just bathe it in prayer. And I think one of the reasons that I credit that we're, we've come through the pandemic, that we're anywhere where we're at now with this vision for House Church is because we bathed it in that initial prayer in particular. Like I felt like it this was birthed out of prayer. Mm-hmm. And the other couples can say the same thing they didn't take that decision lightly either Mm -hmm. um and uh so that's that's important for all you church planners or maybe god's doing a work in your heart and you're not sure what he's calling you to prayer it's got to be birthed in prayer yeah and i just think uh giving god the right to to dictate the timing you know um in this case, uh, it was fast. It was crazy fast, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was less than a week, and we were, mm-hmm. you know, I worked at the church. Our, we'd raised our kids there. It, it was our, um, mm-hmm. we've moved a lot. I mm-hmm. had deep, real, enduring friends that are honest and mm-hmm. 
that were my people that were there. So it was not an easy personal decision at all. Like they were really the first of my adult life friends like that. Mm. Um, So I don't want to make it, but we have been through, Joe and I, other situations where we prayed and waited. Like when we moved to Texas to relocate, we prayed about that in the same way. So God had prepared us through our life through praying over any big decision Mm -hmm. ministry Mm -hmm. or not like we felt like we were called to take his relocation and go to texas for three years and um even though there were a lot of bugs which made me want to say no but uh, (laughs) literally literally they actually when they when they gave me the offer they said (laughs) now before you accept this you should know there are rattlesnakes scorpions tarantulas Fire ants. Fire ants. Was that all? Was it just those four? I, that, there may have been more. That may have been more. <laughs> and then they talked through each one about why these things are a risk. And, and then I think Kristen said, can you turn down a promotion because of bugs? Yeah, like it all sounds great. Like how lame would that sound? It sounds yeah. really great, but I don't think we could live with yeah. the bugs. But, uh, mm-hmm. but so I think that had prepared us. Like we'd been mm-hmm. through this process before. Yeah. Um, we'd been through times when... We, when we wanted something and we had not felt released and we waited on it, there was a church that we had to leave at one point, and um, we didn't leave until we felt that right. God released us. Mm-hmm. So um, I think there's a, it's hard to trust, mm-hmm. right? You think, am I just not listening? Yeah. Am I getting it wrong? But, but you have to leave space to get to the point where you do know. Mm-hmm. You know, that this yeah. is, I mean, there's always a step of faith, but there is a difference yeah. when you're pushing yeah. it or when mm-hmm. you feel like, no, I think we're at the point where faith mm-hmm. kicks in now and we need to act on what's been yeah. told to us. I think it was in, one of the interesting things about this particular one coming to pursuit, too, was it was much less, we didn't know the path at all. We had no idea. <laughs> right. Where is this going to go? Don't know, but we're supposed to do it. Whatever it is. We're supposed to. Yeah, know, whose and, fault was that? You're looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, no, no. Say you're listening. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I yeah, it's a, it wasn't just it wasn't clearly drawn out. We never we did it before. Lot, yeah, we talked a lot about that early on, or or we have this past year at least mm-hmm. that God rarely shows us all the way to Z. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Some, right. we're lucky if we. I get think that's protective. A, usually, though. <laughs> right, right, right. If we knew then. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> It's like it's like those episodes of Star Trek, you know. Hey, I'm doing oh, it. I'm bringing man. it into this, um, and you know where they they they're not supposed to know what the future is because they might change it. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so there's always high risk of you know making sure they don't change mm-hmm. anything. And um, I think God God really works that way in our lives. I just it, it's a rare occasion in the Bible where we see somebody knows. Mm-hmm. how something's going to turn out all the way. Mm-hmm. And it's because God expects us and desires us to trust him and to really walk by faith. And sometimes, mm-hmm. and just like my journey started with a yes in a, in a, of obedience and taking that first step, your guys' journey was the same way. Yes. Mm-hmm. To seek mm-hmm. the Lord, pursue him. And then to say yes, once you felt like that was what he was asking you to do, and then to take the step. Yeah. So let's get into the step a little bit. And I, I don't know how where this will lead us, but uh, <laughs> um, because we all, it, it was 
it was hard to leave Jackson. It was really it was, hard. It was not. Um, it was not an easy thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was leaving, and what I hope will be helpful to listeners, is I was leaving a full time job, getting paid at this church more than I ever had before in my life, mm-hmm. at any other ministry position or regular. You know, cleaning houses, mm-hmm. being a janitor, mm-hmm. being a lifeguard, whatever, you right. know. Um, and so this was, we moved to Ohio for this job back. We, we moved to Utah for seven years for my wife's job and then moved back because we wanted to start having kids and wanted them close to all of our family, which is here in Northeast Ohio. And um, Jackson was the vehicle that God used to really get us back. Right. And, um, Devin was able to retain her job and works remotely from home, um, still with the forest service. But, um, that's, that was what a big part of us coming back was my job and position at Jackson friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and a cool story, how to tell another time too. But, um, you know, for me, that was part of it. The hard, hard, uh, all the deep relationships that I'd forged and, other people forged towards me too, you know, it wasn't like I did all the work. (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it was also the security Mm -hmm. of that full-time job and even whatever prestige it Mm -hmm. brought being a part of a larger church in the friends Eastern region. Um, and honestly too, on a track that, that, there were some people saying, I wonder if Brian's going to be our next pastor right. mm-hmm. when Dave retires. I'm not saying that was a, a few people. Mm-hmm. And so that was part of my process, too, of discernment. Was, yeah. Are you calling me, God, to hang in there and to just keep being faithful and to see, is are you going to make me a pastor of this church or another church? And then you're going to use me to plant churches that way as a pastor of a larger church sending people out. Or do you want me to be the guy that goes? Right. And once I realized it was, uh, Brian, you're going to have to step out of this really honestly false sense of security you have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in a paycheck. And um, once we did that, once I did that, Devin and I together, because it has, has to be together or it won't work. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, <laughs> uh, that's when really we began to see God start to flourish in our lives and start Mm. to grow us as a church. Mm. Um, But first, I don't know what that looks like. Do you, if you have any stories or first steps kind of coming out of Jackson, that would be helpful for people. Sure. I'll, I'll go first. Um, It was kind of, I guess for me, it was interesting because, uh, Certainly, historically at Jackson, I have been very involved in a lot of different things. You know, I was an elder for quite a period of time, um, had fulfilled several other roles, um, but kind of at the time. And so that was a little bit of the first reaction. like, oh, well, I have all this stuff going on. But then it was like, well, actually, at this moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Uh, interesting. <laughs> you know, I'm doing, playing bass in the praise team and doing sound. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of all my right. active stuff at that moment. Hmm. Uh, so it was kind of like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we definitely, although the answer was quick, started to see that God had been preparing us mm-hmm. yeah. for a long time. Yeah. 
and we didn't we weren't aware of it right. until mm-hmm. until that moment we're like oh this is why you know this mm-hmm. is kind that's of the so pieces cool. fallen into place mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah yeah that's sure. why the answer came so quickly because right. then when you know and god revealed that moment we could look back and say oh now mm-hmm. i see all the dots connecting. yeah we've been on this path and didn't know it right in yeah. fact that's what we talked about we said mm. it wasn't really a choice when we looked down we realized mm. that we were on another road like we had yeah. no it was it was a realization yeah. not a choice mm-hmm. like oh god you've already you've already moved us mm-hmm. um and we had no idea you know Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I love how God works that way. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. I think one of the things that was different that we talked about was, you know, we're like what I like to call mid-century modern now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I know 100 percent what you. You mean. don't have 50s. We're in our 50s. Okay. Mid-century modern. Okay. Yeah. All the 50-year-olds thought that was funny, Brian. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not that far away from yeah. 50, but you can use it if you want. We're in mean, mid-century modern now, um, but when you know, when I was in, especially me, uh, mm. when I was in my 20s, yeah. I would have been like, "Yes, sign me up. I'm ready to go." I went yesterday. I've already, you know, I'm gl- I'm ready to go. And when you're young, you just think everything works out. Mm. And when you right. had more life experience, you count. You know what the count the cost is. Right. Like we had been through enough stuff Mm -hmm. that we're like, it could go bad this way. It could go bad this Mm -hmm. way. And you know that like you're marrying the core team now. It's Mm -hmm. like an arranged marriage. Like you don't really you may have relationships with these people or not, but you're in that tight of a thing. Like these are now your new almost immediate family. Mm -hmm. You're going to be that tight with these people. And um, so it's different weighing process at the at mm-hmm. this age mm. than it was when you're younger because yeah. uh, when you're younger for me it was easier because i just assumed it would all work out fine and i yeah. but at this point in your life um you it's like you could see more of the road and you mm-hmm. could see more of what the cost was even yeah. if you didn't mm-hmm. know exactly how it was going to come out you know yeah. mm-hmm. um so i actually found that a little frustrating <laughs> Because I didn't want to hold back, but you also don't want to be foolish. You have right. wisdom that you've right. gained mm-hmm. the hard way. So yeah. uh, there was that. There was a a reckoning, sort of of okay, you know, um, this we could end up without a church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we and we that's part of the risk. Yeah, we have to say that that's you know for any number of reasons we yeah. could right now, you know be looking for a church instead and leaving a place that had been, you know, family to us for a long time. So that was definitely one of the, one of the things that we had to, that we weighed. There's, there's Mm -hmm. always, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's, I mean, people need to hear that. Right. That when you do something new, it's, it's true in life in general. It's not just for the kingdom of God, guys. It's, mm. you know yes. what I mean? It's, it's life in general. There's always risk involved. Yet for some reason in America, many Christians have gotten to the point to where they are so comfortable where they're at that I, I'm just not sure we even analyze and 
do self-checks to make sure we're where God actually wants us to mm-hmm. be and if we're actually walking in his will. And that's not just with what church you're at. Mm-hmm. Right. Really, it has to be on a personal level first. Right. You know, God, am I doing enough in my neighborhood? Is am I? Is my family healthy and strong enough? You know, mm-hmm. are we doing everything we need to do as parents to make sure we're raising godly kids? You know, right. all of those things. Um, but this risk factor, like we just... Like something that that we're gonna have to share with people that start new house churches is there is very much a risk involved here, right? And it involves the risk is did you really hear from God actually, <laughs> right? Right. Right. And, and the measuring of that, what's hard about that is it is is our metrics are so messed up with when it comes to church now mm-hmm. we measure butts and seats not disciples actually made <laughs> well that very and, i will say early on in this process i very quickly got tired of the term successful church plant right like, oh, well, how do you measure that <laughs> right right <laughs> right in in it's how you know instead of disciples being made um how much tithe is coming in how mm. big a building are you in how many people you got coming you know, how many, how much missions do you give to, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff, how many programs you have. Um, and we just, God gave us a heart very early on. Like we, if this is successful, it's gotta be because we're actually making disciples that we're actually reaching the loss for one, mm-hmm. that we're getting new saved people, not just mm-hmm. yes. old saved people coming through cause they think they see greener grass and, the metrics have to change. And so that risk factor is there no matter what. Mm-hmm. And just because we are not succeeding by an old metric system, <laughs> as far as how many people, you know, in any given situation, and not, not, I'm not talking about us specifically, but right. in any of our new house churches that are, that we believe will pop up, um, how many people are you reading the Bible with each week and talking about, you know, how mm-hmm. many people are you reaching out to, you know, how many times have you blessed other people in your neighborhood as a group, you know, and um, what's God really doing in the individual lives of people mm-hmm. to transform, to bring restoration and healing mm-hmm. and um, of course, salvation. Yeah. Um, and so the metrics are going to be different, but risk is always a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it well, may not look like, Everybody thinks it should look mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and to, is it, was it a Mother Teresa quote that we heard in an interview recently? That yeah. was, well, God didn't call us to be successful. <laughs> he called us to be faithful. Yeah. Uh, that was exactly, see, mm-hmm. we, you know, after 30 years, mm-hmm. we're simpatico mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying that, yeah. thinking about, you know, what you're saying is dead on right, mm-hmm. Brian. But uh, one thing that we've learned our learning mm-hmm. is that just the outcome does not prove whether or not right. it was the right step. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just because the boat sailed into a storm does not mean I wasn't mm-hmm. called into that boat and right. I wasn't doing the right. And that's a hard thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, when you're in a secure place. Yeah. Um, but if you can make peace with that mm-hmm. and know that he is sufficient and that the journey will be worth it. Um right then it does help you let go of, right. you know, mm-hmm. of, it's not about where we're going. And even if we did end up churchless, mm-hmm. we knew we were going to be faithful, yeah. right? right. We, right. we still made the faithful step and we're yeah. trusting that that is exactly 
going to be the best for us, yeah. even mm-hmm. if it doesn't turn out like we hope, right. you know. So speaking of storms, the pandemic. Oh, my. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you guys remember that thing? Yeah. Um, sort of. <laughs> you're fully vaccinated, so you're probably you're probably uh, don't recall the pandemic anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm kidding, of course. But um, uh, although you're you are fully vaccinated, and um, t- um, why the world had to know that? But um, uh, we we started pursuit um, in June of 2019. Yes. Having a good old time yeah. in my house, right upstairs. Um, God grew us. Well, I was downstairs. You were down. You were right across the basement here. <laughs> yes, yes. With the kids uh, doing wonderful. Pursuit Studio C. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were doing kids, kids discipleship. We do a lot of improv over yes, there in yes. Studio C. Yes. Right, right. Experimental <laughs> projects. Right. Yes. yes. Um, and I know my kids look forward. Of being down in the basement with you and um, uh, the other gals that really stepped up big time mm-hmm. to minister to our kids and um, gave gave you you had a heart for discipling kids, not just yes. watching kids and keeping them away from us adults so we could play church. Mm-hmm. Um, really, um, you and the whole team around you, the gals yes. that came around you in particular, just really had a heart for seeing kids learn the Word of God. And not just learn, and this impacted me, not just learn how to obey. Yes. But learn why, how to love God. Right. That our obedience flows out of a love for God. Right. And that we should desire more of God and to love him. And, and to more. have an experience with him, right? right. To yeah. actually, yeah, that's a really, I learned that the hard way when I was in children's, I was the children's director at Jackson, and um it was my first ministry job, and that's mm. a whole nother story. We could talk about another day, the, a long, longed-for dream, uh, mm. very long, which made part that – anyway, that's, yeah. a, that's a whole nother rabbit trail. But um, as a mom, you have very specific things you want to pass on to your kids. Some of them are moral. Some of them are your preference. Mm-hmm. This mom did not like SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. Like, so we didn't watch that in my house, right? It's not morally wrong. Right. Uh, but when you're the children's director, you ha- I had to make a lot of choices about, I- is this something mm. that I want to spend my capital on? Mm-hmm. Will it bring this child to Jesus? Mm-hmm. Or is this my preference as a mom? Yeah. Interesting. Because there's only so many things that I can share that I could that I have. I only have so much time with these kids, yeah, yeah. and it's not. I am not their mom. I want them to know Jesus, and so that really impacted and really challenged me, to be honest. Because yeah. there were things that I was like, "Oh, that would never roll in my house." That joke, <laughs> and, you know. And I, I'm just uptight, you know. <laughs> they're not morally wrong, right? Mm. And um, so that was really where that that passion started mm-hmm. um that this is not about moral training yeah is it that yeah. it's about jesus yeah so we god blessed us with like 10 13 kids right much sooner than we thought we would mm-hmm. grow our kids absolutely yeah um and he also blessed us early on with single people yes young single people in particular right and large all women really right right um mm-hmm. unless i'm missing somebody yeah um, no yeah. and mm-hmm. uh 
and that was surprising to us. Yeah. And um, also really interesting. Like like we did not. We just said we wanted we want to plant this church and God whoever you have for us bring. Mm-hmm. And that's who he brought. Yeah. And what's really cool is that maybe we had to figure some things out, but God gave us the people and the tools we needed to do. And he has all along. Yes. Everything we need. Now, there might be times when we, I I know there's been times where I go, man, I wish we had a dedicated sound person Hmm. for our nights of worship as a a little Pursuit Friends Church, you know, (laughs) like so that Joe can just play, Hmm. you know. You do a fantastic job, Joe. <laughs> but you, there's always stuff that needs tweaks. No, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. someone to listen to our live feed too. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a long time, we we were just kind of going through that, and especially when Jay started playing regularly. Yeah. Because I know he did that early on. Um, but uh, God provided. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. as we were wrapping up our time at the building on State Street, Jacob Whiter, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, came along and blessed us. Um, and uh, it's just neat how God provides um, through that. And early on, we just saw his provision so powerfully in our midst as we began to develop a heart. Um, another surprising thing for us, I think, that I'm particularly fond of talking about is our heart to give. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just, I mean, obviously we were a church and there are needs in the church but in bills that need paid, but, um, we really developed a heart, first of all, to link, um, in partnership with Albania Mm -hmm. in the church planning network out there that, that, um, we love called ICF, um, and pastor Altin Kita, shout out to pastor Altin, how you doing? (laughs) Uh, and, um, and several pastors in a church planning organization that they're all a part of doing fantastic work in Albania. And so we started sewing into them monthly, very early on. Mm-hmm. And then the Friends has um, a great commission budget that we also very early on decided we wanted to get in the habit of sewing into, um, which that money goes to mission work all over the world that EFCR mm-hmm. is a part of. Um, and so God just kind of gave us that heart and ability to give. Mm. Um, and that was really important to me. Um, and I, I think, I assume to you guys absolutely. as well. No, absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> you all said, yeah, we should do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, so God grew us. We got kids coming out everywhere. Yes. Um, and we're having to f- put some people in a second room, mm-hmm. in the uh, li- in second living room. And we had a TV linked in there with video mm-hmm. being shot into that room. And then we'd always have lunch after church, which was a big part of... Um, who we are and what we wanted to be about actually breaking bed bed breaking <laughs> bread together <laughs> is part of what the early church did um, and it just there's something that happens when you eat together with people yeah that is mm-hmm. just powerful and so we wanted to do that <laughs> you learn we have some very gifted cooks in the that's in right. The yes. Yes. <laughs> Somebody I know also makes a killer bean dip. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Not me. Yeah. <laughs> you should, without a doubt, add the best bean dip in the world. Um, 
but but anyway, so we we're gathering, and that was in June. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember even at the beginning thinking about waiting on the Lord and God's timing. Like I was so amped to start in June, right? Yes. I yes. was so excited. I had, you know, I went through the risk of talking to the pastor and saying right. June first, you know, May 29th or May what is it, 31st, whatever yep. is my last day. You know, I'm going to start yep. this church in June. God says you got to go, and I'm just going to go for it. And then my wife reminds me, we're on vacation the first week of June. Yes. <laughs> and were you guys that week or the next week? We were off the next week. The next week. week. The yeah. next week. Yeah. And then I think there were other the, the of Joneses us. The yeah. were on vacation yeah. somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. So it was like I was all amped up and so psyched. And then it's like I was never so disappointed for a vacation in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, um, and we all kind of ended up having like three, four weeks when we were just – in between, yeah. which was wild, yeah. very wild, yeah. So we started the end of June, or more the middle or end of June yeah. of 2019, um, and just encountering God, having a wonderful time getting to know each other, and slowly building things, and mm-hmm. um, we just we were just enjoying what God was doing in our midst, mm-hmm. and just basking in that, and just so grateful, right? Um, and then... We the alls decide to go on a cruise, <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this. Yes, and, yes. And, uh, it was our anniversary. It was, it was completely yes. realistic. Okay. Yeah, uh, and so we went on a cruise for their anniversary, which was right before Exponential Conference. Which those of you that know my story and the story of our church, Exponential is probably the greatest influence on my life as mm. far as getting up the courage to step out of something right. to start a new work and um so the i'd invited the alls to come to exponential they went on their cruise we planned the cruise after cruise. we committed to exponential yes. i just okay. want to be clear very yes. good yes yes it doesn't really matter it does to the story <laughs> but um <laughs> we got off the ship we went straight to exponential right. with our yes. luggage yes mm. yeah and you were looking very happy and, we were um and so uh, we went to exponential with the alls devin and myself and, and it was exciting because efcer decided to do their pastors conference that week um in in correspondence with exponential and so i was super excited to see exponential injected into our denomination Mm -hmm. a little bit um and it did not fail um almost everybody i talked to everybody i talked to said brian this was fantastic yeah um and so it was it was really exciting to be a part of that and so we go to exponential joe and Kristen actually respond to an altar call Regard, they always give an altar call for church planners and stepping out and just saying yes to God. And so Devin and I go down to the altar call with them. And there's other people from Eastern Region there too. Um, and uh, I will never forget, as long as I live, uh, unless I get dementia or something. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid, but unless, you know. Uh, it, I will never forget you guys getting closer and... You were crying. You were, I think, kind of crying, Joe. (laughs) Um, But I will never forget the gentleman that prayed for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spoke something to Joe. (laughs) Yeah. When Devin and I heard it, 
we about fell over backwards. Mm. Can you sh- do you feel comfortable sharing what he said to you? Do you even remember? Uh, well, even I, just general, it does. Okay, it, I guess I remember the generalities. Word. Basically, don't tell him the part about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what he said. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, he basically just said uh, uh, not to over analyze or over calculate mm. uh, the mm. needs. Something like that. Something yeah, along but, those lines are associated with, with going. Yeah. Yeah. We we and 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 I want I want to make sure everybody understands. Mm-hmm. Joe is a very sensitive, prayerful man, but he's also an engineer. <laughs> and so, just that person, God made you an engineer for mm-hmm, a reason mm-hmm. because you're good at analyzing. You're mm-hmm. good at finding answers and getting from point a to points you know um it's a gifting and a call on your life to be that way mm-hmm. um but that that what what i believe that gentleman in in how it is is you don't you don't get to choose who's going to pray for right. you no yeah. they're they hundreds just, of people as soon as yeah. someone's mm-hmm. free that you're directed to whoever and they just pray whatever's on their heart and whatever the spirit leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't and know this guy. No, we uh, have never seen him. Haven't seen him since. Yeah, uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen very many people since. No, <laughs> you're getting ahead in the yeah. story now. Right. Yeah. But but uh, you know, to, when he spoke that to you, and I saw it impact you, mm. and it because it, it just spoke to. It was like the Holy Spirit was just honestly reminding all of us. Mm-hmm. That he has this. Yeah. That he had yeah. this. And if there is a danger for a guy like Joe who's very analytical and just smart and forward thinking and just good at that, it would be that you overdo it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one possible road yes, you could go yes. down. <laughs> and so for me to hear God. Or this guy say something to you that speaks to your personality mm-hmm. yeah. was just like, wow, that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, to just encourage you greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to us, the first year we went to Exponential, um, they spoke into me and Mike Dennis and Samuel Wong and said um, that God is going to bring, and I'm absolutely now floored by this as I'm saying this out loud in what's happening now in Eastern region. But he's this gal prayed over us and said, God is going to bring more ethnicity to the friends. Into cool. your movement. And we are seeing that happen Amen. in abundance now as we have nationalities, uh, Africans and, um, uh, wow. Nepalese and just all mm-hmm. kinds of different nationalities now coming into there's a surge this year into the friends that's very cool from different nationalities cool. which is very cool so so anyway so we get back to the pandemic uh we come back mm-hmm. <laughs> is it like a couple weeks no not a couple was it weeks. the same week I... no uh my parents had come to to hang yeah. out with jay okay they went home on um, i believe it was march 8th wasn't it about then, be, right yeah. after Exponential, and that was the last time I saw them until summer because wow. we shut down within a week yeah, of that. Yeah, I think it was that. It like was that like next with, weekend. Yeah. We were really it was, fortunate to. It mm-hmm. was that close because I remember we got on the cruise ship and my mom was like, oh, you know, have you heard about this? I'm like, oh, mom, it'll mm. be fine. Yeah. yeah, this boat hasn't been in China. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Always yeah. listen we to did. your mom. Mm. Is the, is the, we did have some conversations, more more just humorous conversations yeah. while we were at Expo, and, and she'll like, you know, we're all here, and there's this thing happening around the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And there's 5,000 of us yes. from all over, all right? All over the planet. Right, yeah. Yeah. right, yeah. Um, so we were fortunate to get that in. And um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to declare that the alls, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I have been begging them to go on another cruise so the pandemic would just end. Yeah. <laughs> their cruise started it all. Um, <laughs> we're afraid to double down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about fear, right? Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, listen, I, if you, if if my that's pastor, what we have to sacrifice. We have to make exactly. Our I pastor we'll says it. we have to go on a cruise. Yes. He's got okay. authority. Well, we just have know. to go. <laughs> well, I'm no. not supposed to overanalyze it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the one overanalyzing. <laughs> so. Uh, so, anyways, that happens, and we we do the typical what every church, every pastor, every ministry did was okay. We'll shut down for three weeks, right? We'll mm-hmm. just sh- we had the ability, thankfully, to shift to online. Well, and I would say even you know you're talking about some of those early blessings. Very early on, we had an online following, if you mm-hmm. will, or yeah. people who were tuning in from afar. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we were streaming. Yeah, we were streaming. Right from the very beginning. Yeah. Really? Or podcasting, it kind of yeah. moved around Which a little bit. Which was weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're this little tiny house. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's... And yet people wanted to, you know, we're not talking hundreds of people. No. <laughs> no. But, but enough that it blessed us. But, right. More than know? one. Yeah. And, it's and, people, not persons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Truth, <laughs> we're not using those metrics anyways, right? That's we're using right. different that's right. metrics, that's but, right. but we were pleased, just tickled and blessed and encouraged that even if some of those people were our family and relatives, right. Mm-hmm. Right. there were other people. And mm-hmm. one of the cool things, too, just to interject this real quick, is um, about a over a year into, or just when Devin did her last uh, financial peace class, yeah, right? right. Um, there was, was a just couple a few months ago. that were military living in Spain, um, and uh, him I grew up with for a period of time when I was younger. It went to the same church, um, and they had been watching us since we started Yeah, for over a year, and we had no idea they were tuning in weekly or mm-hmm. at least watching replays weekly if they weren't able to watch it live. Mm-hmm. They said to my wife, yeah, the reason we're here is because I knew Brian and I've been watching, we've been watching you guys every week since you started. It's crazy. Um, and so just, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. How you God's going to use you. And I think too, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about part of what we love about house church is that it'll be much easier for everyone to activate their gifts, right? right? Because of the scale. And I'm thinking back the part of why we did that is because we had people that mm-hmm. wanted to do that. Jay wanted to do that. Caleb yep. was interested in That's it. That's such a great And gift. that mm-hmm. was, we wanted to let them use their gifting. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah, that's great. That's I, great it just call. occurs to me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we, it wasn't like some magic, some big strategy plan or whatever. Right. We looked at, as your mom mm-hmm. likes to say, what was in our hand. Right. Like, yeah. well, if we can do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Moses principle. It, mm-hmm. it's, uh, God's just 
continued to bless us that way. And even though it might seem like there's seasons where we might need to wait and go without something that mm-hmm. we think we need, <laughs> somehow the church survives. It's it just amazing. continues to roll along. And uh, God, you know, really our heart is, you know, God, we want to see new disciples made, new people brought into the saving knowledge of who you are, into relationship with you. We want to see lives transformed, and we want to build your kingdom. And so as we came through the pandemic and we saw the potential of online and we did not forsake that, we didn't just get angry that we couldn't meet, right. although it was hard. Mm-hmm. It's not that we were never angry about no, it. No, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I, I know we all had <laughs> moments where we were just like, God, come on. Yeah. We're trying to build this mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It's for you, you know, like <laughs> a pandemic, you know. Give um, it the plan, Sam. Right. <laughs> And, and, uh, but we just tried to be as faithful as we could. Yes. Mm -hmm. We probably didn't do everything right. We probably. No. (laughs) Odds are not in our favor. They're they're not. Um, but you know, and it was hard. Yeah. Um, Very. And and it's, that was true for every church, but we tried our best to, to keep the online thing going. Um, and let me tell you, I got tired of preaching to a camera. Um, that was not fun um but again it's that faithfulness thing like god it's where it's what we had to do right and we had to figure out how to be a church and how to minister to people around us and that to me is one of the key things god taught me through the pandemic Mm. was that okay brian yep i'm using you to build my church right Mm -hmm. and using Kristen and joe and everybody else right um but your neighbors are important too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your family's important. Your coworkers are important. It's not, we've got to break out of this. And this is what I've been praying for the American church is that we would stop. We would bust out of the castles that we have built mm-hmm. yes. in America. That, yes. that these, what people used to come for refuge, people used to come for freedom, they used to come freely to church in America. But for 30-plus years, that hasn't been happening. There's been right. a major shift away. And now for the first time in our history, I think, the numbers are showing that there are less Christians in America. Like, it's it, mm. we're not the majority anymore mm-hmm. yeah. of any type of faith. It's not just evangelical. It's faith in right. general, right? Mm-hmm. And. So something has shifted, and if we don't shift as a church, if if the body of Christ doesn't shift, are we willing to lose a whole generation, maybe two generations of people, mm-hmm. because we want to keep things comfortable for us, and because we think it should look like going to a building on Sunday morning, and that we should have all these programs and, you know, whatever. Right. And I want to be careful to say... And I'll let you guys jump in here um, too. But I want to be careful to say, we God has moved in our lives in such a way yes. that we, mm-hmm. honestly, another church planner I know uh, said they're just done with the traditional model of church. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't want to go back to that. It's And, and I'm somebody. <laughs> What's funny, though, yeah. as you say that, 
But there will be times where you're trying to go you, yes. <laughs> instinctively. That's where we want to go. Yeah. That's why you're here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here, Kristen. Yeah, that's why um, it is true, though. That's yeah. why we need each other yeah. because. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I have. I've on occasion, maybe <laughs> more than that, reverted back. And right. Chris and I have had conversations about that. that yes. It's what we know. It's mm-hmm. what we were trained for years to do right. and yeah, to uphold. It's our muscle memory. Yep. Right. That's mm-hmm. a great term. And so God just began to do a work in us and just like, okay, something's – the pandemic may be here much longer. I mean, we realized it was going and right. going and going mm-hmm. and going. And it wasn't just – you know, we tried to come back together – but, you know, it's like every other church, very few people came mm-hmm. back, um, people disagreeing about regulations yes. and safety and all that stuff. And um, we just kept, we just decided, let's just stay online then. Let's yep. just, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just stay online and reach as many people as we can. And um, God bless that. And through that all, God blessed our giving, too. Mm-hmm. Um, God really, we, we had a great situation where the denomination paid our rent for our facility for a year as part of our church planning agreement right. um, they had with us and uh, for their support of us. So that really helped tremendously, too. Very blessed by that. Um, but God just really saw us through and just began to shift us and change our hearts towards what this should be. Um do you remember the first time we talked about house church again? Or maybe the period when we just started? Mm, that's a good question. Because I, I remember it. I remember in particular, I know for sure, late summer of last year, we had a, it was just you, me, and Ron in a bonfire back here. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it. Yeah, so it was before that. Yeah. That we had, because by then we were, you know, we were pretty far down that road a little, yeah. sort of speaking. We were, at, we were at least with intention. Yes, like that's yes. What we, we, we hadn't. We, we were weighing the decision at that right, point. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I remember, I remember, sorry, Kristen. No. I, I remember saying to you guys, what's stopping us from just doing this? Yeah. And we were all dead silent. Oh no, I said, because we don't know what it is. <laughs> right, okay, so after, after three seconds of silence. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, Joe's respectful silence yes. before he... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and... It's because I passed out when you asked. <laughs> stopping us from just jumping over this cliff. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I have to say, uh, I think for me... I kind of when I when I jumped into this expected that we were going to be something mm-hmm. unconventional, mm-hmm. and so I was a bit surprised to be honest when we started kind of going back mm-hmm. more towards a traditional model, and I was surrendered to that. Like whatever mm-hmm. God wants to bless, mm-hmm. I'm on right. board for. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was honestly a little disappointed mm-hmm. because yeah. I really thought I was on board for something more radical than mm-hmm. uh, than we were mm-hmm. kind of veering towards mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, for me, particularly after we went through the training with Lonnie, I was kind of surprised, you know, House yes. Church wasn't still on the table. Because right. like, to me, that was like one of the big possibilities yeah. at that point. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that could be, that could be, as you guys are talking about that, that, that could be 
some of the source of what we began to experience as far as any tension that started coming in to us was mm. probably also revolving around, or, or when you're talking about training with Lonnie, mm-hmm. was, okay, what is the actual vision? Where, yeah. where yeah, do we yeah. think we're actually going? Yeah. And I think I wanted different. I wanted it to feel more radical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was what was on my heart. Well, you again, strike me as a radical guy, so I expect really? you to... Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, really? Okay. You're laughing. You can't even laugh no, out loud. Uh, to be honest, I really did. I okay. really did. I, I really did. Right. Oh, yeah. cool. No, honestly, so, yes. Thank you. Yes. I, I, and I believe you, too. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, no, but I just, I just... Again, I think it was that fallback. We got into the building. We started talking about what we could update. And... It was all with language of God make us a church planning church that sends people out. Exactly. Yes. But it was really what I began to see was I was falling back into okay, God, you bring them to us. Yeah. Mm. In this building, mm. and when I started reading more closely, a book called Underground Church by Brian Sanders. Right. And mm. Letters to the Church by Francis Chan, which no Christian should read unless you want to be deeply challenged and convicted (laughs) and then um also missional moves by rob wagner um i just began to and then what listening to podcasts and stuff like that i just began to realize in my heart that if we weren't really careful we would end up yes and i mean this with respect just like another church Mm -hmm. just would be any old church traditional model um and we'd end up going and struggling with why aren't we making why we talk about discipleship all the time why aren't we why aren't people getting saved why aren't we right. really seeing lives transformed mm-hmm. daily not just at Easter or Christmas you know like right. like why aren't we why isn't that happening and so I begin to open my heart up to mm-hmm. maybe we need to totally shift here mm-hmm. um, and you guys were a big part of that process of. Yeah, house church. <laughs> you know, like God just laid that on our hearts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. and of course, we were being informed too and listening. Right. And oh, yeah. I think reading. For me, between reading Underground Church and we're, there was two other books we read at the same time on other house church networks. And mm-hmm. you kind of, as I got to understand more and more of some of the strength and thought behind mm-hmm. what what are the strengths of that type of approach? I got really excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, yes, this lines up with stuff we've been seeing happening yeah. amongst us. And, and particularly, I think having gone through all, you know, getting all the admin finance stuff set up mm-hmm. for us and then realized, wow, the huge power in a house mm-hmm. church network with regards to that, which yeah. isn't the details right. aren't important, but, but you have, I don't know, there's just mm. so much less momentum and, you aren't <laughs> you aren't enslaved to a building, yes, yeah. uh, or to the way that the building was built, mm-hmm. and so therefore, you know, this room is <laughs> this room right. is children's, and this room is a gym, and this room is a yeah, right, yeah. Okay, now you've locked momentum into having a children's and a gym, and a you know, yes. right, yeah. right, uh, yeah. Anyway, I kind of went off course there. No, but. I thought no. that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think I, God's just really put a passion in my heart that. Um, I just want to reach people that aren't being reached. And there are a lot of fantastic churches doing fantastic work 
that are a traditional model all over mm-hmm. our area. And um, I was restless to reach, to not just reach the same people yeah. from another church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. not because they're not worthy, but right. just because I knew there were people that aren't being reached, yeah. that were never going to be reached. Mm-hmm. And especially when you look at the generation coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, that does not have a positive view of the structure of the church and is suspicious of a lot of the, just the organization mm-hmm. um, and watching our kids and seeing what, you know, what fed them and mm-hmm. what didn't feed them. And uh, so my heart was, you know, Lord, if I get the chance, I may not know how to do it, mm-hmm. but that's where I want to be, right? right? That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm, that's the passion. doing that. Yes. Like, like you guys, and I do want to talk about that at least briefly here yeah. uh, in this episode, because it's such a cool part of what God is doing at Pursuit. Is yeah. You have that heart. God has given you that heart. You developed that heart yeah. through all of this process. Yeah. And you guys have just been so faithful to the young adults that God has given us. And even young adults that aren't necessarily attached as mm-hmm. regular attenders to our church, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but that have been faithful almost week in, week out. It's crazy, yes. So meeting with you guys online and when you're able to in person, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, share with that just just briefly well, about that. Just to brag on how hip we are. Yes. yes. Do, do it. Go. We, we ate at an IHOP at 10 o'clock at night last yeah, night with a bunch Joe of Yeah, Joe really people, impressed. So, Very you know, impressive. We got cred. Yes. <laughs> 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 that's really why we do it yes, we're, that's right. <laughs> it's a midlife crisis <laughs> did you have something more serious you wanted to follow that up no, with probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's been an amazing uh journey um it's interesting because well, number one, it's the age of our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always a certain synergy in that, yeah. right? Um, I remember being in children's as my kids got older and thinking, I'm going to have to do research to stay mm-hmm. relevant because <laughs> I won't automatically know the, the, the shows anymore or mm-hmm. whatever the kids are into. But, um, but um, at Jackson, we actually had tried to start something for young adults. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting um, that God had kind of already cultivated right, that a yeah. little bit and um i just love to think about things and i love that age and even as we were visiting colleges i just thought mm-hmm. what an exciting age mm-hmm. where you are for the first time deciding is this mine or <laughs> was this just handed to me mm-hmm. you know and what what am i going to do with my life and and um they're one of the ages that where they can actually have conversations without it being so charged without yeah. without being yeah. willing to actually mm-hmm. have the honest say the honest thing um mm-hmm. and um challenge things and think things through and so it's to me just and they're just so much fun yeah. it's just a really exciting time mm-hmm. of life and been really fun to interact with them and um you know, if Mallory, who is a wonderful young woman who's part of our body, hadn't invited, she's the one who brings the people, mm-hmm. and we just get to uh, walk with them. And that's been a great privilege to be right. involved with them. And, um, yeah, it's... That's it's, so cool. That That has been... Can I just share with you guys your ministry to these young adults, and especially to the young adults that aren't attached to our church per se (laughs) has really helped me open my mind up more Mm. and my heart 
to what is really important in ministry. Mm. That it's not just about who you gather and retain and mm. who pays tithe. Mm-hmm. That God has called us to minister mm. to everybody we possibly can mm-hmm. and to in, in invite them into our family. Yeah. And even if they have other churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe someone will come in and do a Zoom for some reason, a Zoom call with you guys or anything else we do. They may never show up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's be okay. good stewards of what God has given us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that changing of the metrics. It's not right. a, it's not a, oh, when are you going to go deeper and come and actually be a part of our church? <laughs> mm-hmm. We should never ask that. Absolutely not. It's, that's, we trust the Holy Spirit with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. we're the body of Christ. Yes. And we need to be open to anyone that God brings into our path and to be there for them, to minister the word to them, to encourage them, to give them a space to explore mm-hmm. God's word and what yes. God's call on their life is. And, uh, I mean, that's the legacy we want to leave behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Is not who did we gather and keep. Right. Mm-hmm. But who did we, who came along, across our path that we sowed into and released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that... I guess for me personally, when we talk about making disciples, to me that's not a one-time thing. Yep. Deci- you know, that's making good. disciples is moving them further down their path. Yes. In a way, uh, making you know, helping them be who Christ wants them to be. Yes. And, you, know, you know, and that could be just a we're reaching out and tapping them as they walk by. Mm-hmm. You right. Know, it can right. be. Yeah. Can be all kinds of things, but. Yeah. Yeah. Since when did? You know, Jesus do his work in a box. Right. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. and we were so eager to put that in the box to because it makes sense, because we can organize it, because we can measure it, yeah. because, you know, we have more control over it. Who knows why we it, do those things right. or Honestly, all those things, right? It fills our ego. Well, and mm. that's the Let truth, Let me rephrase too. that. <laughs> it, it helps my ego. Well, yeah, it's true. Like, that's that's... That's a big part of it. Right. And and Mm -hmm. I think that is, there's a lot of holding on tightly. I've talked about it before, but like as a church and as leaders in a church, as disciple makers who want to make disciples, who make disciples, who make disciples, and so on and so forth, we need to have hands open to both receive people and Mm -hmm. release people. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to, and what we're learning more and more is that this is is just not going to look like always like we think it should it will very often turn out differently um and it will feel different and sometimes it may even feel and i'm talking about the ministry side of this it may even feel like some kind of chaos it can feel chaotic Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. but to just trust the holy spirit to be faithful to what he's called us to and to trust the Holy Spirit to for the end results of what happens in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then to keep the mindset that this is the kingdom of God. This isn't the kingdom of Brian Donahue. <laughs> yes. Because to be frank and a little bit raw, the kingdom of Brian Donahue sucks. <laughs> it's just, it's... it's Amen. You, yeah. I don't mean that. <laughs> I meant that the, the kingdom of Christian all also right, sucks. Right, right. I mean, a, I mean yeah. you know, it just, it's I don't not, want that kind of power. No. Right. I, it's, it's, it cannot be about me. It cannot be about Kristen or Joe. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we happen to be on the podcast, but... 
You know what I mean? Like, right. Like we want to point people to Christ, mm. and we want them to see Christ in us, and we want them to fall in love with him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Not to... Not to say, oh, I don't want to go to hell, and I, if I say this prayer, maybe I won't have to go to hell, you know, yeah. if there is a hell, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we want people to fall madly in love with Jesus Christ, and then for that... And not with us. Right. I mean, I'm like anybody else. I want to be liked. I yeah. want them to think I'm cool enough to hang out with, right. or, mm. or silly enough, or whatever, but it's not about me. It's yeah. about, it's about like Joe said, encouraging them in their walk with mm-hmm. Jesus. And yep. and and trusting the Holy Spirit for what part of that, right? It's not up to me what part of that I play, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that often isn't what I expected, yeah, that, you know. Good. And just being surrendered to that—that that yeah. if, you know, if it's a night when, uh, a, you know, one person shows up, maybe that's that's exactly who was there to yeah. be ministered to, mm-hmm. if, you know, or yeah. or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. yeah. So we should probably wrap up this episode. Because we're over an hour now, but it's been a really great over an hour, um, and we will need to continue this conversation because there's more we have to talk about. Um, but I, I think because we're talking about the kingdom and mm. ministry, the best way to end this podcast, uh, and we'll share more stories next time and talk about personal. There's always the very best Baptist Church yes. story. Yes. yes. That, may, that may be a whole podcast or a special be. smaller podcast yeah. even. <laughs> you know how they have the short movies and before the feature link. That's right. That's right. That's, it's one of the mm-hmm. best church stories I've ever heard. It absolutely is. But um, speaking of the kingdom of God, mm. um, if you're out there and you happen to be listening to this podcast, mm. It's got to start with prayer. It's got to be a real move of God in the Holy Spirit upon your life and your heart. Because if you're not really called to it, don't do it. But if you if if you wake up in the morning and you say, I've got to do it, and you can't stop thinking about it, and maybe you're, maybe you're not the quote-unquote planter, okay, Maybe you're somebody that is entrepreneurial and, and heart and spirit, and and um, maybe you're an adventurer like Joe and Kristen, and uh, you know you've got maybe you've got leadership in you, and and maybe you've been in church leadership your whole life. Don't do it unless you know God has called you to do it, because it is the the traditional model of church. Those churches that Kristen very aptly and and respectfully spoke of Mm. god is god is still moving Mm -hmm. and using traditional church models all over um the world and there are some amazing churches that i could list um over a dozen of just in our area Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that i believe god is using in amazing ways Mm -hmm. um god has called us to something a little bit different at pursuit and I believe there's this new move all over America, really, towards this micro church or house church thing. Um, and it's about the kingdom. So if you don't feel called, if you don't feel like God is asking you to step out of your comfort zone and to risk it all, because honestly, you have to be willing to risk it all. You have to surrender all to God to do to step out like this, because there's always risk involved. We talk about that. But secondly, it's about the kingdom. 
I, for so long in, in just confessing here and being authentic for so long in my ministry career, there was a huge part of me seeking personal fame and notoriety as a worship leader, whenever I'd get the opportunity to preach, even as a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. And I've been involved in several very large churches where there was a, even if the paycheck wasn't there, there Mm -hmm. was a good amount of notoriety Mm -hmm. and um, a type of churchy fame that came with it. I would come off stages and get attaboys. One church Mm -hmm. in particular who I love, to this day, that God's using them tremendously still. Fantastic church and people. But I would come off that stage and I'd get, I'd literally, it felt like I was going through, as I walked down the aisle, that was awesome. You know, like it was, it was that type of church too. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. very yeah. huggy and, you know, expressive type church. Um, but that really filled my ego. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and even in churches I've been in since then, and even at Jackson, I had to, I've always had to fight that desire for that personal fame and notoriety. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I that I believe God is purging me of through this pandemic um, is to finally let loose of that, mm-hmm. and to really be so focused, so tuned into mm-hmm. the building of God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Because when we engage in true kingdom building, there is no room for ego. There is no room for personal fame. Mm -hmm. If that happens and God says that's okay to happen, for anybody involved in starting new works, probably, hopefully, you'll be ready for it and able Mm -hmm. to handle it with humility. Mm -hmm. But it's about the kingdom. Mm -hmm. We need church planners to step out to build the kingdom, not just because they're frustrated at their church they're at or they don't feel they're getting the opportunity to lead in ways that they're gifted in, not because they're mad, not because I can do it better than they're doing it, but when it's a true call of God in your heart and as you start to gather people who also have that call in their lives and you start to push forward and take that step of faith and by just saying yes, God will bless it. It may look different as it does for me mm-hmm. than it than I thought it would originally. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly tell you, and I can tell Kristen and Joe, I can't imagine a better position for us to be in. Mm-hmm. All of my dreams, yes. all of my hopes and ambitions cannot compare to where we are as a church right now. Mm-hmm. And even though it's been hard, even though we've lost some people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we've been through some tough situations, hashtag pandemic. God is so faithful in his kingdom. We know this because it's in the word of God. (laughs) His kingdom reigns forever and ever and ever. And we get to be a part. God has invited us to be a part of building his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I'll just end with this. Even though I said I was ending before. Hang on for at least 20 minutes. I'm just saying. No, I wanted, I wanted to not go longer than an hour and a half, and I'm just on the verge here. So, uh, but uh, if I can remember what I was going to say, um, it's about the kingdom of God, right? His kingdom endures forever and ever. 
And when we fall in love with Jesus, and when we pray, and when we love and live on mission, our heart is going to be so fixed upon him, we're not going to want any credit. We're not going to want any glory for it. Because what happens, and what I believe God has already done in us, and what I believe is ahead for us, even this summer, mm-hmm. is going to be so glorious that we won't physically be able to take any credit for it. Mm-hmm. Because it will blow our minds, and we'll see transformation, we'll see how God is moving, and we'll see fruit. And that fruit is in disciples. That's the goal. That's the aim. Not related to anything with money, not related to anything with Mm -hmm. programs, buildings, how many people. It's how many disciples can we make with the help of the Holy Spirit and with the help of God. That's our heart. I hope that's your heart. Thank you for joining us for episode two of the Pursuit Friends Church Network of House Churches podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Joe and Kristen, for being here. I'm sure you guys will hear more from them in future episodes, maybe even the next episode. Um, (laughs) But hope you've had a good time listening. I hope you're encouraged. And, hey, feel free to reach out to us, too, at any time on our Facebook page. You can watch our services on YouTube. Just look up Pursuit Friends Church. Um, And you can reach us via email, um, brian at pursuitfriends.org. If you have any questions or you'd like to learn more about Pursuit Friends Church and what God is doing, I would love to grab coffee with you. I'd love to email back and forth, Zoom call, whatever, and talk about it. I know Kristen and Joe would be more than happy to do that Mm -hmm. as well with you. Um, and uh, if you'd like to learn more about what God is doing, you can also give to Pursuit Friends tr- Church through pursuitfriends.org slash give. Is it forward or backslash, Joe? I can never remember. It's forward. It's whichever slash <laughs> you'd use uh, to differentiate. Pursuitfriends.org slash give. Um, and uh, if you'd like to sow into the ministry. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us today at Pursuit Friends Church. We'll catch you next time.